0: This is the Greenhouse Podcast, and I'm your host, Steve Perkins. I'm a leadership, career, and business coach, and the founder of Greenhouse, a company that helps people and teams grow and figure out what's next. This podcast is for leaders, entrepreneurs, creatives, and seekers. Myself and our curated team of guests are here to give you tips, share thoughts, and have meaningful conversations about topics in career and life, because we believe that with the right tools, you can lead a more fulfilling and impactful life. Today's episode is about how to answer the question, so tell me about yourself. All right, over to today's episode. So today we're talking about this concept of personal brand, but I like the way you framed it. It was a little more down to earth. Mm -hmm. Like, how do you just answer the question, tell me about yourself? Yeah. And I I think, honestly, personal brand is a little overused. It is. Sometimes it's a term that seems a little cheesy because... Mm -hmm. It seems almost too contrived or Mm -hmm. formal. Mm -hmm. But when you say how do you answer tell me about yourself, that's actually something that comes up a lot.
1: It comes up whether we're talking to a new neighbor, it comes up in an interview, it comes up when we meet someone. It I think it's unbelievable how many times that one is asked, but I hear people not really do a good job answering (laughs) this question. And really what I'm asking is kind of what is your brand like who are you is right. what kind of asking but i think because it's such a vague question people just uh, go all over the place so I, I on that note do you have one do you have a time steve where you've like maybe not answered that question so well oh or, my gosh you know, yes okay, many times
0: <laughs> <laughs> well you said at a party or get together meeting a neighbor that one is always tough, or if somebody kind of says the version, like, oh, tell me about what you do, mm-hmm. and my mind mm. starts racing, where do I start? Oh my gosh, how do I... <laughs> Plus, we have the added benefit of work that no one really understands, right. so it's, it's, <laughs> right. I, I always envy the people who are nurses yeah. or firefighters, so they just true. say, nurse.
1: Nurse, got it, there. <laughs> Done. <laughs> right.
0: um, but one came to mind right away, and it was actually a recent guest we had on the podcast, mm. if you... Are listening to this, you can go back and listen to Lauren Sweeney's episode. But the first time that we met, she asked me that question. So tell me about yourself. <laughs> and Sunday, I just started telling her my whole life story. You did. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I went back to like when I was born. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny mm-hmm. now in the moment. I don't even know. I was just I'm a context person Mm -hmm. so I think I was trying to give context Mm -hmm. I also wanted to create a meaningful connection and not just talk about work but Mm -hmm. also a little bit about myself Mm -hmm. and I I don't know why but I told her my whole (laughs) life story (laughs) and uh it wasn't until I think the next day or something Mm -hmm. we were we were just talking about the meeting at work and and I realized oh my gosh I think I told her I think I went on way too long Mm -hmm. and she's just a gracious listener and so I didn't Think to stop mm-hmm. and I, I must have gone through every stage of school and career <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure that's not what she right. was trying to get right
1: so why do you think you did that though like why sometimes do we either over talk or under talk what do you think
0: it's a good question
1: mm-hmm.
0: I guess a, a couple things come to mind one is like I said I I'm a context person. Some Mm -hmm. people like to provide context. So they're not just like blurting out an answer Mm -hmm. out of left field. Maybe that can be part of it. Sometimes you just want to connect Mm -hmm. with a person. And so you're trying to share stuff that may be relevant, but you don't really know where to go with it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't know. I think one of the big things is there's this huge spectrum of I'm picturing like going down a path and there's many splits in the path Mm -hmm. it's not a fork in the road there are many forks Mm -hmm. and you get to that moment and it's like well I have to choose one of these forks so I start jumbling around in my head and trying to pick which one to go down Mm -hmm. and now I'm starting to get confused and already losing track and then I pick one and It's the wrong one. And then later I regret (laughs) picking that one. Yeah. (laughs) Especially, like you said, an interview or or a context where it really matters Mm -hmm. where you took the conversation. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. But um, this is something you've dealt with a lot more. So,
1: yeah, I'm going to just dive right in because it's just interesting. And thanks so much for sharing that story. You're actually more normal than you realize, because what... Okay, so I've coached thousands of people, thousands of people, but I have to tell you that this topic probably is the number one thing that I've talked about hmm. because people are getting ready for maybe job search or a transition. And so in that getting ready, we have to be able to tell people about ourselves. And the minute I say to someone, "All right, so let's just like practice for a minute. No prep yet." I just say, "So, if I was just to ask you, tell me about yourself." It's like they if they're if they're blushers, they blush. If they're people who break out, they break out. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, They shift their whole body. And it's like the most uncomfortable moment for a lot of people. Right. Because they, I think it's because A, we don't like to talk about ourselves. And then B, we don't know what the other person's agenda is. Mm. We're like, what? So we're confused. And also, I'd say the third one is, is that we didn't prepare anything. Yes. So what happens is, is we think we know ourselves better than anyone, Mm -hmm. which we do, right? You know yourself better than anyone. Do you agree? Right. You do. But the minute I ask you to tell me about yourself, it's like all of a sudden we can't remember anything about ourselves.
0: Right. I, I don't know I,
1: why that happens, but it does. I
0: liken it to anyone listening who's been in a job where you had to give reports mm-hmm. or kind of executive summaries. Come, <laughs> you know, come to a meeting, report out on something right. to someone way higher than you in the organization, mm-hmm. and it was always what. What about that was always nerve wracking to me was. There are a hundred things I could say, and I could talk about each of those for an hour. Mm -hmm. So I have a hundred hours worth of content Mm -hmm. that I feel like is important, Mm -hmm. but they only need the 30 second highlight reel. Right. And so how do I condense that? Some people are naturally good at that, Mm -hmm. but especially if you're not good at that, how do you pick the one thing to focus on? That Mm -hmm. can also be a little paralyzing. So if you haven't thought ahead, then yeah. It's so
1: important to you. Right. Like it's just so important to you. And the truth is, you know, the project, The, the boss doesn't. Right. You know it better than he does. And somehow it, it might come across like you don't know anything. <laughs> right.
0: But at least in that situation, you pre-thought. In this example, mm-hmm. someone hits you with a question. Yeah. And all of a sudden you're paralyzed. Yeah. Where do I go? That's right.
1: So let's just talk a little bit about... What do we do with it? Okay. So first of all, just know examples are, I'm just going to give you some examples of what people do. They like throw their resume at me. So if I say, tell me about yourself, they might say, well, I graduated from college when? And it's <laughs> like, they think that that is similar to you, except they didn't give me anything personal, right? They just told me their whole resume. That's one. The other one is, is that sometimes people say barely anything. That's yeah. the other it's like They under talk and they say, well, you know, I, they tell me their job title and where they work now. Boom. That's it. And I'm right. like, I uh, first of all, I, I don't know what your job title means, right? Yeah. So there's no context there. So I feel like it's like too much or too little. Then I've had people ask me, am I am I supposed to tell them about my family? Am hmm. I supposed to yeah. tell them where I grew up? Like right. that's actually what's throwing people is they don't actually understand what is being asked.
0: Well, and I think that dynamic is a great call out cuz uh, social media has exacerbated that problem. Mm-hmm. Some people tend to put on their profile like you know, mine would be husband, dad, mm-hmm. and then like my occupation and my hobbies. Mm-hmm. And some people start with maybe the work thing or only the work thing, and and I know this is true. A lot of people, you start to compare and and really get tripped up on like, oh, well, if I don't put I'm a husband and dad, does that mean I don't care about that? Right. And we and we and we judge each other, right? Mm-hmm. But then some people don't want to talk about all that, or maybe that's right. not what they view you know their instagram profile as being that's not what it, the purpose of mm-hmm. it and so they focus more on work but we start comparing and oh what am i supposed to yeah am i supposed to do family am i supposed to do just work mm-hmm. a combo hobbies right. <laughs> <laughs> that's so hard
1: so i'm going to just answer that question for you and say that today you and i are talking on the topic within the context of being a professional Okay, so we're not talking about the neighbor and we're not talking about a party. We are talking about, as a professional, how do I answer that question, okay? So I'm gonna say that my first bit of advice is keep it professional. I'm actually not going to talk about my family right there. I'm not going to talk about where I was raised or where I grew up right. I'm going to give you something that is boom, is what I'm gonna call it, and memorable to start getting the conversation going, something that like keeps your interest right away. The thing is, is that it takes a little bit of preparation to do that. So that's the first thing. So we're going to keep it professional. Now, why and when is also something I want to highlight. All right. So when we answer this question, it's usually professionally in two particular buckets. That is when I am having an informational interview. So I have reached out to someone to get to know them more. I would like to know maybe what HR does. or And we have a whole podcast on this one right
0: yeah that episode was called informational interviewing
1: right so I don't want to get into like what the purpose of that is you can listen to that one but in that one I referenced the tell me about yourself but we didn't go into it
0: that's right so this
1: is like a great like six month (laughs) (laughs) follow-up I don't know how long ago it was
0: we heard your request for more (laughs) and we got right on it
1: we (laughs) (laughs) we did so In an informational interview, people are sitting across the table from me. This is what I like to say because I have a lot of humble people, a Mm -hmm. lot of over-humble people who are just like uncomfortable talking about themselves, but this is how I describe it. If I'm in an informational interview and I emailed you and said, hey, I'm interested in what it is that you do as I'm trying to figure out what's next, and I ask you a few questions and then you say to me, all right, so tell me about yourself. If I give you nothing, you have nothing to work with. Right. You have nothing to work with. So you need to imagine that it's not an arrogant response that I'm looking for, but I am looking for, oh my gosh, I'm sitting across the table from you. What things can you say that help me to better know you?
0: That's good. And we've mentioned this before, but it's worth repeating many, many times that humility does not equal Mm -hmm. zero confidence. Mm You can be humble and still be confident and very clear and articulate about what you're good at Mm -hmm. and your experiences and who you are. You can, Um, and you know it when you see it because it's very refreshing when Mm -hmm. someone does that combination. Yeah,
1: I love that. If you if you have humility with confidence, you are like gold.
0: Oh, it feels great. It does. Even if someone else is, yeah, telling you about themselves, Mm -hmm. it feels great to just see someone know know themselves well and Mm -hmm. say it. Yeah, It's not too much, it's not too little. That's
1: exactly the point. And then the second one is obviously in an interview, right? So a lot of times when they're asking you the question, tell me about yourself in an interview, they are asking, tell me about yourself, ready for it? Relative to this job. (laughs) (laughs) So that is actually your opportunity in order to say the things in which they are looking for. By the way, that does not mean make up a story. It doesn't mean that at all. It It means that you just asked me, And I'm going to take this opportunity to make sure that the skill sets as to the reason why I'm applying for the job are going to come out right away.
0: Okay, so let's say that again because that's worth repeating. Okay.
1: So when someone is asking me the question, tell me about yourself, it's my opportunity to highlight the skills that I know that they are looking for relative to the job description. It's, It's my opener so that right away the listener is saying, oh my gosh, you're kidding. That word? It's exactly what we're looking for. It's like you're pulling them in right from the very beginning.
0: Yeah. And that is helpful for anyone. I think I would fall in this category where my first tendency would be to go back and tell you about some of my life. Mm
1: -hmm. Right. Right.
0: But to your point, that's not the purpose of why we're here. Right. doesn't mean they're not interested in that or it can't come up. Right. But the main point, the reason why we're meeting and talking is professional Mm -hmm. stuff. So let's start with let's professional start stuff. Absolutely,
1: because I've heard people connect per- personally all the time afterwards, but I wouldn't let that be my, my lead in, right? Absolutely. So I'm actually going to give you a formula today that's going to help you with answering this. So if you are listening in and are a note taker, it would be a good opportunity to maybe take notes. But before we just do that last thing, I want to tell you that I was recently coaching someone on a job search a space in their life and we started with this and it might be counterintuitive you might think why are we starting with our brand statement I have a resume to write I have a LinkedIn to write well let me just tell you that the work that you do to create your brand statement makes all the other steps easier now that I've worked on words that describe me I'm better able to write the summary statement for my resume I am better able to write the about myself in the LinkedIn. Guess what? I'm also better equipped to do the informational interviewing. And guess what? If I get an interview, I'm also ready to answer that question as well. So it actually... Oh, wait. There's one more. It also helps me focus on what jobs I might want to apply for because I've decided which ones are my favorite skill sets.
0: It's great. It's one of the things I love about this topic is how closely it ties to our work around purpose and potential mm-hmm. because the figuring out clarifying your purpose your kind of mission in life why you're here on this earth it sounds so extraneous Mm -hmm. because it's never urgent Mm -hmm. it's never something we're asked to do or need to get done Mm -hmm. but the people who put in the work to do some of that that intentional thinking ahead it makes everything else so much clearer and easier Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and similar with this you put in the little bit of extra work to clarify your personal brand and everything else you have to do becomes mm-hmm. so much easier. Mm-hmm. Not only easier, but even faster. Because it's mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm filling in this form online. It's asking me these hard questions. Boom, I can just like pull these answers out right. versus having to rethink it every mm-hmm. time it comes up. Every time I'm filling mm-hmm. out a form. Every time I'm going to an interview. Yeah, yeah. it does.
1: It's going to clarify a lot of things. So uh, one other thing is is if you're one of those people who really feels like, I just don't know. What I'm good at first of all this is where a coach can be helpful sometimes working with a coach we can pull it out of you but number two um one other suggestion is to just to ask other people that you work with or uh, just I'll just say work with questions about yourself if you're like I just don't know you need to say things like when you worked with me in the past how would you describe me or when you what do you notice I'm best at it's like to get other people's perspective will start to kind of awaken in you oh yeah oh yeah but I also want to be very clear that just because you're good at something doesn't mean that you want to attract that for your next opportunity. So do not put it in your brand statement if you do not want to attract it. It's big. Yeah. And I feel like we have so much little time and that was a huge point.
0: That is a huge point. It I've is. I've worked with people as well who, because they know that would be an easy job to get, mm-hmm. they'll they'll market themselves that way. Because mm-hmm. that feels like a win, right? right. If right. I can get it. That's the goal. I'm trying to get the job, for example. Mm-hmm. Well, if it's a job you wouldn't like having, is that a win? Right. (laughs) And if you're taking the time to do this personal brand work, you're probably in the place in life where it's worth Mm -hmm. trying to go after the right thing, not just the easy Mm -hmm. thing.
1: Right. I'm working with a client right now who is very organized, and, but she wants to lean more on the personal development side. So I'm like, so don't lead with organized, right? Because that's mm-hmm. a subset to being your good at people development, but don't let that be your lead-in, yeah. right? So, Oh, so many discussions over that one. So that one's huge. <laughs> okay, so let's jump into the formula a bit so people can actually walk away with something. So when someone asks me to tell them about yourself, by the way, we have an initial nervous reaction, and I encourage people to say, thank you so much for asking. I know that seems so simple, but I don't know about you, but I need a moment to breathe for just a minute. And sometimes just knowing that I'm going to say, thank you so much for asking makes me take a deep breath. (laughs) It's actually, and it's also really thoughtful. Like it's a, it's a very polite thing to say back. It
0: is. Yeah. It kind of acknowledges.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much for asking. You Mm -hmm. didn't have to ask and you did. So let's start with the first one. The first one is simply the three buckets. Uh, Buckets is my language, you can call it something else, but they're basically the three key skill sets that you wanna get out there that you're trying to say that you are. So for example, it might be, I am personal development, uh, process improvement, uh, in HR, I don't know. Uh-huh. Like, the point is right away, clear up for me what buckets you fall underneath.
0: So, taking all the skills or tasks or types of jobs you do and trying to distill it into three. Yeah, categories. three
1: things that are you like attracting. Like, it's not necessarily, I am good at all these things. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm trying to attract a process improvement job. So, therefore, I am going to say, Right. I'm really good at processing And movement.
0: threes stick in our memory. Threes yeah. are easier to remember, repeat. Mm-hmm. Three is always great.
1: Yeah. So I say I fall into career development, communication, consulting, and managing people. That's really kind of the... Boom. Yeah. That's the three things I say. And of course, by the way, it depends on who I'm talking to.
0: Okay. I might
1: highlight a different bucket relative to who I'm talking to. Right. I might, let's just say um, I'm trying to get a speaking gig. I'm probably going to lead with a career coach, communications consultant, and uh, a public speaker. Right. You got it? It depends on that, so that's important. And
0: I know a lot of our listeners would identify as kind of that generalist Mm -hmm. category. Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of a generalist, or I'm a jack of all Mm -hmm. trades. Or, And first of all, that's okay. Mm -hmm. That's actually a skill in and of itself. But the point here is that can make it confusing how to... talk about what what you do do with you yeah
1: that's what's hard
0: right so if you're choosing the three that are kind of relevant to this discussion i've made the same mistake you talked about where um, this just happened recently we work with a lot of small businesses and help their teams develop a small business owner was asking me about what we do clearly out of curiosity of maybe wanting to hire us Mm -hmm. and (laughs) i I started down the whole path of our membership (laughs) it was just like my telling my life story
1: instead of uh, what are the three buckets and maybe which we do. Exactly. And then also by the way, leave it up to them to be curious about what you say. It I don't need to explain everything. This is just my brain statement. Now the uh, An intuitive person is going to say, hey, can you tell me a little more about that? Right. That's kind of what you're hoping for.
0: Okay. So three buckets to kind of get them curious. Yeah.
1: The next one is what industries have you worked in? So clear that up for them too. So I've worked in pharmaceutical, financial services, and entertainment. Got it? And if you've been one, say it. So pretty much my whole career has been in financial services. Just clear up the industry question because it changes. Mm -hmm. It changes in their mind. All right. Next one is, all right, so what do I do? Just give them a quick synopsis of what do you do? (laughs) So, for example, you might say, I coach and facilitate on the topic of career development, communications development, and I also manage a team of 45 coaches. You get it? It's like, boom. There's just a real quick, what do you do?
0: That's right. And if you're somebody who has a very clear-cut type of job where you can say one word and it's like, I am a data analyst. Mm -hmm. Done. Then that's great. If you're somebody who owns a business, or you are, you um, do people-related work, or it's not as clear-cut in one word or phrase, then you might need to kind of frame it around a problem-solution statement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so That's we've good. talked about this before, kind of framing up like the story around what you do, but we could dive into that another time.
1: Right. So you, you could say, boom, whatever it is, and then say, for example... Like you could just to give them a little bit of a snippet if you feel like it's something that is not typical, right? Right? Is that what you're saying as well? Yes. Okay. All right. So the next one, this is actually one of my favorites, and I think it takes work, but it's all right. So what differentiates you? All right. This one's huge. My husband teaches brand. That's a class. University of Richmond and he cannot tell you enough that the differentiating fact is huge like why is it What what's different about all these other soft drinks on the shelf why would I choose that one what differentiates you from me doing that so so here's an example what differentiates me is so I'll use for myself uh, is that there's a lot of coaches out there who just coach And one of the things that differentiates me is that I'm not only good at the one-on-one, but I'm good at the one-to-group as well. I can actually bring the coaching information to a large group of people and people learn as well. That's great. Okay. So that one takes a lot of work. We're on number five now. I love this one because people feel like when we've gotten to number four, they're talking about themselves for four points now, and they're starting to get a little nervous. So this gets you off the eye train is what I call it. Okay. So... Here We go. The next statement is going to be, you know, people who have worked with me describe me as. So now you could either say, where co workers and managers who have worked with me have said, or people who have worked with me describe me as. So now I'm going to give you something about myself through the lens of someone else.
0: Right. So, it adds, it gets you off the eye train and it also just adds some credibility.
1: Yeah, it does. Yeah. So, example, I say, You know, people who have worked with me as clients and who have managed me consistently say, Sunday is approachable from the moment you meet her. You're going to feel safe and approachable right away, but you're also going to never fall out of the bucket of professionalism.
0: The thing I love about this point is it kind of validates to the listener that you're not just saying a bunch of resume fluff, Mm -hmm. right? We've all kind of seen that resume where everyone says, I'm a team player and I'm hardworking and... I have a positive attitude and it's like, okay, great. So does everyone else or, Mm -hmm. or like, Mm -hmm. are you just saying that? Or are those really actually Mm -hmm. distinct qualities about you? Mm -hmm. And so when you point out, this has been a theme that everyone has said about me to the listener, it says, oh, this is like really what you,
1: your thing, this is your thing. This
0: (laughs) isn't just like, oh yeah, you kind of do that sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is unique to you. And
1: if you need to find out what other people are saying about you, do that. Ask people, (laughs) say, hey, what is it that I do that's really well? So I mentioned that before. Okay, so the next one is, I call this one the last layer. And you don't always have to do this one. By the way, we'll talk a little bit about how you actually get this out of your mouth. (laughs) Because that's a whole thing too. Depending on the conversation, you're either going to stop here or you're going to add just one more layer. So that one more layer is this, my greatest strength. So this is when you really are just connecting with a human being. You're saying, all right, so here's the bottom line. I'll just give you an example of mine. My greatest strength consistently lies in this. When people work with me, they are not going to feel overwhelmed about what their next step is. They are going to feel inspired and energized. But my greatest strength is I'm going to move past inspiration and give them something tactical to do to help them make a punctuated shift. That is what I'm really good at.
0: See, when you do that, you you're right. It humanizes it. It breaks down the barrier. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're in a conversation, especially with a stranger, a new person, we all kind of have these guards up, right? Yeah, and too. I don't know who you are yet. I'm kind of just playing it careful or we're very transactional. It's very business. Mm-hmm. And some of what can create a lot of good outcomes is breaking down that wall a bit and connecting as, as people, like a Mm -hmm. person to another person, like we're friends. Mm -hmm. And so you're right when you kind of, even that phrase, when you say like, all right, but all that aside, like bottom line is Mm -hmm. this is what I'm great at. Something about even that phrase, Mm -hmm. it, it just level sets us. And now uh, I can imagine the other person going, oh yeah, I know. I know someone like that. Mm -hmm. I know what you mean. Or, oh, I know. I've kind of, I think, I've experienced that before too and it's something about it takes it to a more human level.
1: Or they think how cool is that? I don't do that well at all.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or or they think or they think I really feel like I I know you. I'm getting what you're trying to say who you are. And I think that's what's really cool as that happens there. So you prepare all those things by the way and it may all come out in one blurb or it may come out in layers in the conversation. But the point is, I do all that preparation so that it can come out as I am sensing the conversation and knowing what they want for me. I will add number seven, isn't always necessary, but it's not really part of your brand statement, but I think it's important to say. It's just to tell them what you're looking for. Now if you're in an interview, you're not gonna do that because and you're looking to get the job. Yeah. <laughs> right? But in an informational interview, what you're looking for is to tell them, so let me tell you why I reached, get, get off of you and say, let me tell you why I reached out to you because I think what you do is really cool. And I am thinking about a transition, but I'm not sure what it is. So I really want to learn from you today. So you just learned about me and I brought it right back to what it was, was the whole point of why we even gathered today.
0: So when you help people prepare this kind of stuff Mm -hmm. how how does somebody take it from thoughts on paper to doing it in a conversation
1: okay so I have a few thoughts there one is do the work you got to do the work Um, then once you do the work you're going to meet with someone so if you aren't working with a coach you're going to pick someone safe in your life and you're going to say to them hey ask me the question tell me about yourself and you're going to try to get it out of your mouth and the first time you get it out of your mouth, you're going to sound like a freaking robot. Yeah. You are. You're going to be like, uh, uh, so I fall into three buckets. It's going to be very rehearsed, but you got to start somewhere. Yeah. You have to start somewhere. So the, the way that you get it out of your mouth first is very robotic. And then the goal is to learn to do that conversationally. And that's actually the biggest mistake I feel like people do is once they construct their brand statement, they lose their humanness. When they say it. Yeah. So you're going to take those words and learn how to say them in your own Steve way.
0: Right. And I think that is where some practice Mm -hmm, comes in. Because Mm -hmm. once it becomes a little more, I hate to even use the word memorized here because you're not memorizing a script, like Mm -hmm. you said, but once you kind of know the talking points, Mm -hmm. then it becomes easier to be conversational.
1: It really does. Because now I'm not searching for what is it that I do well? what is it that differentiates me? Oh my God, I don't even know my greatest strength. Right. We have all these words in our heads. So now, however the conversation flows, I've got things to pull from so that this person can better
0: know me. Right. I remember when I was working on some of this for myself, I tried to think ahead of scenarios I would be in meeting Mm -hmm. new people and try to like use that to practice parts of it. So obviously I'm not doing this whole spiel Mm -hmm. when I'm just, you know, chatting with somebody at a dinner party but um i knew okay i'm going to this thing there'll be some people i haven't met and how can i just practice maybe that first part Mm -hmm. to try to just get a little more fluid Mm -hmm. with those yeah because even
1: if you say if someone says tell me a little bit about yourself well i will tell you that i fall underneath these three categories and the industries i've worked in have been boom that's it like even that is going to clear some things up for them
0: right and you notice when it's working well, because people's face will kind of light up or they'll track with you and yeah. oh, okay, I yeah. get it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So here's the deal to close. It isn't easy. <laughs> it takes a little bit of work. I've never once coached someone and they've been like, oh, yeah, I got this <laughs> right away. And I want you to know that my own brand statement took work. So I want to call out two things. One is be aware of when your brand statement changes and shifts. It isn't the same forever. As you grow and change in skill sets, it, your brand statement is going to change. That's one. And number two, recognize when you do need to reach out to a professional and reach out to a coach and say, "Okay, this one's important enough that I need to actually get it out and work it with work it out with someone." So be okay, invest in that in yourself because it's first impressions are huge.
0: Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing all this, Sunday. This mm-hmm. is gold to take all those years and and time and time agains with people and yeah. refine it into this simple list Uh, this is really gold especially for anyone right now in a transition Mm -hmm. you bet want more great content just like this but 24-7 check out our membership The Greenhouse Method it's an online course with built-in community and coaching made just for you to figure out what's next in your life your leadership career or business visit greenhouseculture.co that's .co or the link is in the show notes to learn more